And now, direct from the Ducks Bar, out of Blue Collarville, broadcasting through Blue Collar Media, on podcast and live stream, it's time for the Ducks Shed Podcast. Get boys, and g'day and welcome to my shed bar, which is uh, for the Easter edition. How good is it? And happy Easter to you wherever you are uh, for the Duck Shed podcast, broadcasting through Blue Collar Media on podcast and, of course, live stream on Facebook from my actual bar here in Blue Collarville. Now, this is where you would usually find me on most Friday nights and a few other nights as well, Saturday, Sunday, maybe the odd Monday as well, uh, sitting around here with a couple of mates on the beers and just shooting the breeze. Now, as you know, we're all staying home at the moment, which means I have been here alone, but on the phone, ringing up people and copying a couple of phone calls as well. And as I mentioned last week, I thought, wouldn't it be great if we could record these Friday night phone sessions around the bar and turn them into a podcast? Plus, invite you all out there to join us at my bar here in the shed here at Blue Collarville. So tonight, I thought we would catch up with a couple of good mates of mine, one, who owns and operates the famous Walkabout Creek Hotel from the Crocodile Dundee movie. Uh, a good bloke. I've had a couple of good nights there as well, as you'd expect, and a, uh, a real character. So I look forward to uh, We'll get Frank on the phone in a tick. I just rang him to make sure he was sober, <laughs> which was half okay. And then he said, I'll just go and grab another quick beer, duck. So uh, he's gone to do that, so we'll ring him in a minute. And I'm also going to catch up with a real good mate of mine who many of you will know. Radio 2GB and 4BC broadcaster Mark Levy, uh, who's usually working uh, this time of the year and uh, on a Friday night covering the NRL, but with no footy on at the moment. Uh, Levy's probably just sitting at home at his own place on the beers. So uh, good luck to you, Levy. We'll get him on and we'll check him out. Now, what we'll also do is we'll get him to call the Coronavirus Cup. Now, I've worded him up, so hopefully he's been working on that. And he's not a bad commentator, Lee. He does some great stuff, especially when we're out on the drink. So uh, we certainly do uh, look forward to getting Mark Levy on the uh, on the podcast here tonight. Now, look, you too can be a part of this show. Simply just send an email. You can go to bluecollarmedia.com.au and click on the contact button. Uh, we certainly do uh, in, encourage you to do that. And we do welcome the feedback and reply to all those emails. You just go to bluecollarmedia.com.au and flick on uh, click on contact and send me an email. And, uh, and like we say, you can do that any day. You want to do that tonight? You can if you want to. If you want to do that tonight, you can. Uh, but normally you can do it any time of the week or whatever. Any requests you have, you might have someone that you might want me to try and get on the phone on a Friday night on the beers and uh, see what they're up to while we're all uh, staying home, as they say. And uh, it's going to be a pretty long weekend, this one. Real long, considering we're all at home. Plenty of people setting up campsites in their backyards and campfires and all that. Plenty of swag. We've just had a hell of a lot of rain come across here and um, put the fire out. We'll, we'll get another fire going very, very shortly and um, we'll have a couple of beers around that a bit later. But in the meantime, let's try and get our mate Frank on the phone. So it's pretty real, this podcast. This is what we do. We just jump on the phone and we'll give him a call and we'll see what he's like. And he was running off to get another beer. Here we go. Frank from the Walkabout Creek pub. Come on, Frank, answer that phone. Frank. Hey, there he is. How are you, mate? Yeah, good, Doc. How are you? Yeah, mate, I'm going good. Now, look, most people out there, I reckon, would have seen the Crocodile Dundee movie and, of course, noticed the local pub, the Walkabout Creek Hotel. Now, listeners to my camping and off-road radio show know that I'm mates with Frank and he's Australia's best publican, I reckon. He owns and operates the pub way out there in the Queensland outback. A lot of people actually think it's in the Northern Territory. 
uh, based on the movie, but it is actually in Outback Queensland. Uh, our man Frank is a real Aussie character, and I love talking to him on the phone, and he can be a bit colourful, see if he can keep the language down. Frank, what's happening up there, mate? All right, I'll do my best. We've been doing a bit of, had a bit of a cement contract on today, Duck, and we've been drinking beer all afternoon, like keeping our fluids up, so yeah, yeah. Just, <laughs> yeah. let's see how we go. Mate, there you go with the pub shut now. I'm tipping what you've been doing is what, sitting in the cool room, testing out the product up there, and making sure that it's not going off for the, you know, for when, you, when the pub's open, and you can get a few people back in there. What are you doing? Well, yeah, I said before, Doc, it, it, like it's got to be constantly monitored, mate. But um, <laughs> no, like I said, I've been having a bit of a go. I've been out the out the back today, bloody uh, fixing up a couple of like you know would be trip hazards and well that sort of shit. And yeah, you know we've got a bit of an opportunity to, to tidy the place up a bit, so that's what we're sort of doing at the moment. Yeah, right. Okay, as well as drinking a bit of product. I rang you this afternoon, and you did say that you were on the beers. And doing a bit of concreting. I mean, look. I mean, you have the. And we'll, we'll get into the history of the pub and how you uh, came to own that famous pub. It's ha- it would have to be one of Australia's um, most famous pubs, the Walkabout Creek Hotel. Just about everybody in the world's uh, has seen the movie Crocodile Dundee. But mate, you have the cr- big cricket game up there once a year, which is played at the MCG. MCG, mate. That's exactly right. Yeah, the McKinley Cricket Ground. Yeah. Which, uh, actually, it's just had a bit of a revamp. So. Uh yeah, next Australia Day when we uh, pull on the bloody green and gold, it'll be bloody, uh, yeah, it'll be real good, I reckon. Yeah, so every Australia Day you have the uh, the McKinley Cup. And so for people that don't know, the uh, the Walkabout Creek Hotel is located in McKinley, Queensland, and it is uh, south of Cloncurry. So uh, for anyone heading up towards Mount Isa that way and uh, you're on those uh, trips when we're allowed back out again, make sure you stop into the Walkabout Creek pub because he looks after you there. You've got pretty good facilities out the back for the travellers and the campers and caravanners and uh, and all of that. So it's a great spot to stop. Plus, you get the famous photo at the pub and you get to meet Frank, the world's best publican. But, Frank, how did you end up? We'll go right back here. So the Walkabout Creek pub, it's the actual hotel out of the movie Crocodile Dundee, yeah? That's right, Doc. Yeah, it's the, yeah, it's, it's the actual... It, yeah, the the, the um, yeah, the real McCoy. The, in the like in the movie, they say, "Oh, a helicopter ride out of Darwin." But I mean, it's all smoke and mirrors when you know, like um, with movies and stuff. But yeah, 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 we're actually, yeah, between well, between Buddy Winton and, and the Curry, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's it, Winton, and uh, and we've got to say, yeah, Clon Curry for those people who don't know what the Curry is, because uh, Frank is a local, <laughs> he's a local up there now, and um, so you you. You were going past there one day. You stopped in there. You, got, you thought, "How good is this?" It was a bit of a, you know, a dream to stop at the as, at the Walkabout Creek Pub, as it was mine the first time I wanted to go there. I couldn't wait to get there, um, and just to say you've had a beer there. You get home back in Newcastle. Where, where were you? You living in Newcastle? Where? 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 Yeah. When we got the yeah, we had a couple of beers at the pub here, and then when we got the bully the next day, my missus googled it, and um, you know the pub, and she said, "Oh, that pub's for sale." So being a multi, uh, being a multi, you've run straight back up and written a check. <laughs> no, no, I went back to work, and yeah. uh, and I bloody I done, well, I went straight back on to night shift after bloody six weeks off. Yeah. And then I done two night shifts, and I said, I "Come home," and I said to the missus. Mate, I'm over this bit, so um, yeah. So I said, let's ring up that that pub. So that's it. Yeah, that's how it sort of come about. What were you doing? What was your job? You said you're on night shift. What were you doing? Uh, I was a bloody 
working in a crushing plant as a coal mine. Oh, right, okay. So you weren't an executive or anything like that in office. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon I was up there, Doc. I was up there. I was crushing the black dip. You know how that works? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I just imagine, like, I just imagine you in a seat. Have you ever worn a tie, Frank? Yeah, yeah, I had one on the other day, actually, when I was doing the crunk. No, no, yeah, yeah. not, not lately. What, what, were you, what, were you charged, what were you charged with? Were you in court, were you? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I tried the knot, I had one on, mate. Yeah, you're right, I mean, he can. So you bought the pub, and I mean, so could you believe it? You thought, you know, you beauty, you know, we're, we're going to own this pub, and it was a bit, where were you living? I thought you were living around Newcastle somewhere. Where were you living when you bought the pub? No, no, we're from Bella Wheeler, like um, Central Queensland. Yeah, right, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it, it, it took me a couple of years to get used to the idea, actually, because it is a pretty bloody famous joint, as you know, and, uh, yeah. yeah. As you are, Frank. Anyway, I'm bloody, I reckon I'm getting into the swing of things now. Yeah, well, it's only taken you a few years. I remember when we were up there a few years ago, and uh, you might remember the last time I was there, and I was with a couple of mates, we, a couple of boys from Coldies down here, and um, we were sitting there, we, we, we'd we been to the Big Red Bash in Birdsville and we, we thought, oh, I said, we've got to go to the Walkabout Creek pub. We were heading to Cape York, so we went the long way around just to catch up with you and we're sitting out on the veranda of the pub and, and, and you, you're bringing out the beers and the bloke said to me, who's this little bloke with a beer just keep feeding us piss? And I said, mate, that's our man. That's our, he's, that's our man Frank, he's the publican. You, you don't look like a publican, do you, mate? <laughs> uh, oh, I don't know what the public can look like. Though. Yeah, no, good point, mate. Exactly right. But anyway, you did. Look, you, yeah, no, obviously they look homeless. But anyway, that's fine. But, <laughs> I like your looking mouth. Yeah, yeah, I know you do, mate. So you bought the pub. You bought the pub. So you and you, it's a big move because there's not a lot happens in McKinlay outside of that travel season. Geez, it's going to be a quite old, lonely time for you this year, mate. With the, with nobody travelling, and then you've got to go through summer after that. I mean, you're not going to be really... Do you want, you want to have a good marriage? Yeah, well... Yeah, no, it'll be... Yeah, it doesn't Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how many people live in town now? I think it was about 18 or something last time I spoke to you. Well, I think it's about 
Yeah, right. Yeah, well, so was it, well, when you were saying you lost them, it wasn't devastating, was it? Did they, did they just move? Uh, no, no, no. They just, yeah, we had a, a really nice couple of couples here and they, and they just, for whatever reason, they've just, yeah, they've just moved on, bought houses closer, you know, to civilization sort of thing. Yeah, right. So they couldn't handle, yeah, the, couldn't handle off, the, so that. Of, sorry, they couldn't handle the pace, mate. It's all on now, mate, as you know. Oh, yeah, so, she's pretty uh, fast. When are you going out again, anyway? I thought, well, we would have seen you by now. Yeah, no, well, we were supposed to come out there. Well, I was planning on going out there because we were, we were planning on a um, on a trip to uh, the Northern Territory, and we would, not, we would have been heading off after this weekend, and um, we were going to be up to do some radio shows in the Territory, and I was going to do one on the way or on the way back at your pub, Frank, so I was, I was going to surprise you and just turn up. Well, you'd have done that, all right? Yeah, well, I well, probably bought your beer out though. Yeah, I know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, so that's all off now, obviously. So we, uh, but we will get yeah. there. That is the plan. We'll get up there and we'll get there, mate. And and uh, last time we were there, we um, I think at the end of the night it was you and me sitting at the in the pub by in the pub by ourselves. Yeah, no, it was great, mate. I'll tell you, you haven't had a night in the pub until you've spent a Saturday night in the uh, in the Walkabout Creek Hotel, I can tell you. Now, look, the menu of the bistro, just run us through the menu. The menu at the moment? No, no, not at the moment, but when you're open normally. <laughs> I was going to say, it's a bit lean at the moment, mate. Yeah, There's yeah. nothing going on here. Yeah, no, so what? Oh, we were selling takeaways, actually. If anyone wants to bloody buy takeaway there, but they can't come in the pub. You're not allowed on the licensed premises. You bloody... I've got to bring it out there. I've been delivering a bit of beer actually on the mail run. Yeah, right. Which has uh, been a bit of a saviour. So you do a mail run. So this is like, so you live in a fairly remote part of Australia and this is remote living really. You're in the outback. How, how long's the mail run? Yeah, it's a 400k round trip twice a week. Yeah, right, okay. So you do that, deliver the mail and you put beer on and deliver the beer as well. Wow, well, yeah, I have been known to test one on the way around. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to know that, Frank, if you do. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, you didn't tell us about that menu. I'll tell people who are watching and listening to this that the menu is basically whatever Frank's missus is serving up that night. Is that right? <laughs> yeah, that's about how it works. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, and another thing that's pretty popular at the pub, especially with the travellers, Frank, which I've found out, is the trivia. And um, I did a bit of homework, and as you know, Frank, I mean, I can do, I can dig up a bit of mail, and I found out you were selling answers for five dollars. No, no, well, selling correct answers for five dollars. No, 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 you, no, you were selling answers, not correct, not necessarily correct answers. You were selling answers. <laughs> do, do the people know when they're handing over the five dollars that half the time you're as dumb as dog shit and you've been on the piss all day? <laughs> no. no, no. It, 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 we, we know, five, honestly, five, uh, $5 for a correct answer. If, if they wanted to haggle, well, then they'd get any sort of answer they get. Them. Yeah, right, okay. So who was coming up with who was coming up with the answers? The person writing... Actually, better question. Who was writing the questions for this thing? No, well, actually, our daughter, Kelly, she, she organises the, um, the uh, trivia and she's getting them out off the bushel to the uh, bags and out of the uh, Forex bit so, so as long as you're a tea drinker or a beer drinker, you're bloody laughing. All right, so you get those little trivia questions on the beer tops, on the on the cats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was yeah, it. So, they're also on the bushels tea bags. They're on there too. Are they? On the bushels ones? Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. Well, you, you wouldn't be going through two... You wouldn't be going through You wouldn't be going through many tea bags up there, I can tell you. I <laughs> <laughs> you're kidding, are you? Well, not me personally, but I mean, <laughs> that going on here. So, listen, it's a, so obviously now it's really quiet. There's 12 of you living in town, so, I mean, it'd be... It'd be real quiet. No, and it'd only just be trucks and road trains going past there now, wouldn't it? Yeah, mate, I'm, I'm sitting outside, well, outside the beer garden at the moment, actually, mm. enjoying the serenity, and there's an old road train going past, and that's about it. Yeah, yeah pretty good. Cool. Since I've been talking, I've, I've seen two. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, it's bloody steady, right? Yeah, pretty quiet. So, hopefully, it'll uh, it'll fire back up, Frank, for you once uh, these rest- travel restrictions get on. You might be lucky, you might jag a few weeks, mate, you never know. Yeah, yeah, likely, yeah, that's, yeah, that's for sure. We've got a, um, you know, you can only do what you can do. Yeah, no, that's it, mate. And obviously, with that, yeah. for people who ever want to go up there and watch the McKinley Cup on Australia Day, the drinks break, I think, goes for about three and a half hours. Is that right? Well, you've got to keep your fluids up, though. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, no, like no, no. You're not going to need an argument from me there. I mean, but you've turned it into a, <laughs> a day-nighter, haven't you? Because how hot can it get there? Like, on Australia Day, how hot is it there in McKinley? Oh, it varies. It can get to about 48 or whatever, you know, but, but that's why we play under lights, mate. Yeah, yeah, no, no, fair enough. So so what time yeah. is... So what time... So is she just a straight-out night game or is, you don't worry about it through the day too, what? Oh, we kick in about uh, 6.30, but it's like that's about when I sort of start, mate. That's like on, on dusk, more or less. Yeah. 6.37. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, fair but, enough. But, uh, yeah, it's still good and dropping 11, so... Yeah. Um, yeah, no. Yeah, like that time here. There's been bloody real, real pleasant lately. Like it was only about 36 or something today, 37 or something. Yeah, right, okay. That's boy, that's 37 today. That's not bad. You're out concreting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm not going to do it, Phil. Yeah, no, no, fair <laughs> enough. Do you, have, do you have any labourers with you or are you the man? No, 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 no. I had a, I had a couple of bloody Indians there. Yeah, right, okay, you know it. I think that, you're going to be the supervising, though. You, you, yeah, I'm sure you were. Yeah, you yeah, were. Yeah. It's, it's a, they reckon it's a poor contract that can't support at least one supervisor. Yeah, no, that's exactly right. So, mate, the uh, the big the big, the big big event up there, obviously, is the cup. So it's off. Yeah, mate, the races, uh, 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 yeah, McKinley Cup is off. Yeah, it's, uh, it was was to be in June, but... Yeah. Um, yeah, Queensland Racing is, of course, with all this other... You know stuff that's going on with this bloody bat flu or whatever you like to call it. Um, yeah. She's all all over, and um, but I think they're going to run the race in. They've got to run the race anyway. Families to run the horses. I'm not sure how all that works, but they're going to run it in the either. So yeah, right. Um, okay. but, but with no with no people there. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. All right. So what, yeah, so with with the McKinley Cup, you got twelve people living in town. How many do you get to the races? Oh, we did four or five hundred there, I reckon. Jeez, that's all right. Jeez, you'd be a big weekend in the bar that night, eh? Uh, we shut the pub and go to the races, though. You what? You shut the pub and go... We shut the pub and go to the races, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do, you go, do, do you go back... You don't shut the pub too often, do you? I mean, what do you do then? You go back to the pub after the races? Or are you too pissed to go nah, back and open nah, up? No, 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 we have. We have a bit of a night, like a fair bit of a night on the Friday, and then we shut the pub, Daddy. Yeah. Go to the races, and uh, have a bit of a... We happen again on the Sunday and have a bit of recovery day on the Sunday. Yeah, okay. Yeah, no, yeah, that, that, that's but, all right. And that sounds all right. Now, you don't shut the pub too often, but you did shut it recently over Christmas when you went to... Where did you go? So you went to Scotland. Yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah, so, 
and I've mentioned this to the people that might have heard it on the radio show when we, we spoke to you about that trip to Scotland. I mean, how did you get through customs over there when they saw you coming through? I mean, did, did, did any alarms be, were any alarms raised or what happened? Oh, uh, in, in Dubai, they bloody they bailed up. Oh, in Dubai. It's probably because you still had the kill on. They're pretty serious, eh, fellas? What happened there? Oh, not much. Because like, I had the RMs on, of course, and bloody, uh, mate, I've got a, like a steel. You know, like a brace thing in the sole, and yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, in the in the in the Aaron Williams boots. Yeah, 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 and uh, oh, I got to look the part, duck, you know, and they knew all about him. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> and, uh yeah, and then uh, yeah, anyway, but no, we got our all right, we got our um, scave. I didn't. There was no cavity search, so I was pretty thankful for that. Yeah, no, no, fair enough, mate. No, well done. Yeah. All right, well, mate. It sounds uh, it, it sounds like you, uh, you you were pretty big over there, and you got into the warm beer, but they had, they had cold beer too, didn't they? Yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah, they had a um, they had an amber ale saying, look, I'm Frank, you might have heard of me, pub, Crocodile Dundee. Yeah, yeah. Mate, has, yeah, yeah, as, yeah. Has, has Hogue's ever been back into the pub since you've had it? No, no, not since we've been here, mate, no. Yeah, he's had to be we big, actually went it? over, we went, we spent a bit of time in, in uh, London before we went to, like before we went to, because like we flew to Heathrow and then we got a train to Scotland, um, but uh, yeah, so we did a bit of a, um, Walk around that done all the, you know, the uh, Monopoly board more or less. And, yeah. And uh, we pulled around the Lizzie joint and she mustn't have been home because the gate was locked and I probably should have rung her before we got there. But, uh, hang on, who's joint? Yeah, Liz, bloody. The queen. <laughs> you are an imbecile. <laughs> 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 oh, fair dinkum. Anyway, so all good. Yeah, well, I did tell you before you went, you should have took some, uh, some. Uh, Walkabout Creek uh, Hotel hats and singlets and yeah, stuff. Yeah, I, I, I unloaded a couple. Would have paid the trip, yeah, mate. And then that was good advice on your part, Doug, yeah. Yeah, oh, mate, <laughs> I'm all full of good ideas, mate. Don't worry about that. And, uh, and yeah, so, ideas, man. I've always said that. Now, listen, just before we let you go, just tell us what happened in Dubai. Well, oh, well, 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 well nothing real major, but, uh, yeah, we had a, we, you know, we, we had... There was no scuffle or, or no puncture train, but uh, yeah, we got out of there all right. Mm-hmm. And I think that'll. <laughs> oh, Jesus, what did you do? Well, your mouth off, you just didn't understand what, you know, their culture or what happened? You just didn't well, get Well, they it. just run you through like, a, like, yeah, like your cattle, like, yeah, hunt, like, 
they really just hunt the tree like they got all these little lanes where you could walk. They got these little, you got all these zigzag backwards and forwards. If you're going to walk about 20 yards this way, you've got to do about 200 yards up and back. Yeah. And then they hunt you through, hunt you through, hunt you through, hunt you through, and then you get there, and then you stop. And I don't know why they do that. And then and as soon as you get through one bloody barricade, then you, they keep hunting you to the next one. Yeah, right, okay. I don't know whether you've been over here, but it's a, yeah, it's no, 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 I haven't been there. I don't intend on going there, Frank. I mean, I, I, if I'm going to go anywhere, it'll be up, the, up your pub to have a beer with you, mate. All right. So, so, mate, so what's happening tonight? You're just kicking back, having a couple of beers and watching the concrete dry. Yeah, 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 that's about right, mate. It's, you know, you, yeah, well, I, I'm going to go and have a bit of tea in a minute. Yeah, what, if it, what are you having for tea tonight? Well, Mrs. has been cooking up um, uh, some uh, seafood prawn thing, and I reckon that'll be the go, yeah. yeah. Where, where do you get the seafood from out there? Oh, it comes from Townsville. We got a look, yeah. Andy from Buddy, um, uh, like you've got an Outback Seafood truck. Yep, yep. No he, uh, yeah, he, he comes through oh, a couple of, every month or two, yeah. Yeah, right, okay. So, oh, that's good. And it's the only pub I know of, the road train pulls up in the front car park to drop off the cage, which I think is pretty unique in itself, mate. So, well, they have it. They're a triple road train at that. Yeah, triple road train. Well, there you go. Well, they're, they're all big out there. All right, yeah, mate. Yeah. Well, mate, you're going to be in for a bit of a quiet time, mate, and we can only hope that, you know, hopefully they'll start opening pubs and maybe they should think about opening some some of these. Once, you know, we get, get a bit more of this, you know, isolation thing out of the way and they start opening things up, hopefully they'll open a couple of rural pubs up, especially ones where there's only 12 people in town, um, and, and, and gradually and get things kicking along, you know, which would be good for you. Although 12 people, yeah, they'd want to be 12 good drinkers, eh, wouldn't they? <laughs> uh, yeah, well, yeah, that'd be bloody nice. That'd be nice, though. <laughs> the sooner I get you up here, the better, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, I'm still paying off the last bill that I had there. <laughs> Anyway, all right, mate. Well, mate, you take care, and we are thinking of you, mate, because I know at the end of the day we have a bit of a laugh and everything, but it's going to be a bit of a struggle, mate. But I, I know what you're like. You're a resilient bloke. You'll get through it. You're, you'll be sweet. Yeah, mate. We'll see how we go. All right, mate. Did you, listen, just before you go, did you write your name in the concrete when you did it? Oh, we're like scratching an X from there, you mean? No, no. No, no, not an X. I mean, you can, <laughs> you can spell Frank, can't you? It starts with a <laughs> Hey. No, the All right. Well, mate, you go and have your tea, and I'll keep in touch with you, and uh, hopefully we'll get up there soon, as soon as we can hit the road again, eh? Look forward to it, Doc. Good to talk to you as always, mate. Yeah, you're a good man, mate. Say good day to, to everyone in town for me, will you? I tell them, Doc. <laughs> I'm sure. It won't take you long. Hey, listen, when you do that mail run around, do you do the local mail? Or when do you do the home deliveries on the beers? Do you do home deliveries around, like on, on foot? In McKinley. Oh, no, in, in McKinley. I mean, just imagine, there's 12 hours. How long does it take you to deliver the beer to the 12 houses? What, half a day? Like half a day. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I've got to go to Johnny's place, and that normally, yeah. Yeah, that normally takes, yeah, that takes a while. Yeah, do they, so what happens? They order the beer, do you get to drink half of it? <laughs> well, yeah, well... You know, you can't drink on your, you can't let them drink on their own, don't you? Yeah, I know. And it, mate, and it is pretty isolated out there. Very remote part of Australia, mate. So I'm tipping you've got to do the right thing for the community. Good on you, mate. Very easy, mate. Good to talk to you. Now, you're a good man, Frank. Take it easy. You may get through this quiet time. It'll all be 
over soon. You'll get a few travellers wandering through there, mate. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Sooner rather than later, hopefully. Yeah, absolutely. All right, mate. I'll talk to you soon. Good on you, mate. See ya. Good on you. See ya, Frank. And there he is, my mate, Frank, from the Walkabout Creek Hotel. And um, I've got to tell you that uh, he's a real character, isn't he? I mean, he's unbelievable. And, and mate, this gives you an idea of what it's like to live in remote parts of Australia. I mean, it's nothing like the big smoke out there. We've got 12 people in town and absolutely nothing happening there. So, uh, you know, he's a real character. So if you haven't been to that pub and you are a bit of a traveller, make sure you stop in there at the Walkabout Creek pub and have a beer with Frank. He's a pretty hospitable bloke. And he will drink with you. Don't worry about that. He had plenty with us when we were there. And like I said, we were sit, sitting on the veranda and a couple of the boys said they couldn't work out who he was. And uh, if you go onto our Facebook page, you'll see... Um, the photo of Frank and I, and he certainly, I don't care what he, he does look nothing like a publican. I don't know what a publican is supposed to look like, but um, I've got to tell you that uh, he doesn't look like a publican. Anyway, don't forget, you can be a part of this podcast as well. You can just send an email to Blue Collar Media. So you go to bluecollarmedia.com.au, click on contact and, um, and send an email. We'll reply to all those emails as well as we kick back here on the Friday night in the bar. So what we're going to do in the meantime, we're going to pick up my phone here. And I'm going to ring my mate Levy, Mark Levy. Now, for most people who know, Levy is a sports broadcaster on TGB and 4BC, so we'll just get him on the phone now. It's pretty real. This is what normally goes on here on a Friday night, so we're inviting you into my bar here. Hello. Hello, Doc. Levy, what's going on? I'm hungover. You're hungover? I, I turned one on last night, Doc. <laughs> I had some beers in the fridge and I had too many, so I'm paying for it tonight. Oh, you're kidding, aren't you? How many did you have? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Ten? More? I don't know. I lost, <laughs> I lost count. I lost count when I went to bed at three o'clock in the morning. Jesus Christ. I mean, you're there on your own, aren't you? No, I've got one of my, one of my flatmates, one of my good mates, Salvo and his girlfriend and his stuff. Yeah, well, they live there, so... Yeah. All, yeah, all self-isolating self together. And uh, now, for people... Oh. Look, you have to be living under a rock not to know who this mate of mine is. Mark Levy. And I've known him for a long time. I first met him way back in 2008 uh, when I went to work at Radio TGB in Sydney and uh, we became mates pretty much straight away and we've been pretty good mates ever since. And you'll hear him on the continuous call team uh, on TGB in Sydney and 4BC in Brisbane and stations all around the place as well. And you fill in, you fill in for the great Ray Hadley as well, Levy. That's a big job for you, mate. Yeah, handle that all right? Oh, it's, it's not easy, mate. And, um, you know, I, I take my hat off to him. He's... he's He's done a remarkable job, uh, you know, and forging his successful career. It, it's very. I remember the first day I was asked to fill in for him, and I remember walking down the corridor thinking to myself, "I've got to stuff this up," and I, I'm still doing it, so I must be doing something right. Yeah, no, exactly right. Now, mate, you, for, uh, you'd normally, you don't, you'd normally be at the footy now, mate. What do you think about what's happening with the, with the footy? Uh, you'd be missing it, but then obviously, I mean, now you're hung over on a Friday night instead of. Um, you know, leading the charge on the uh, rugby league coverage. Mate, what are your thoughts on the footy being off? Well, mate, I, I think John Barillaro, the, the uh, Deputy Premier of New South Wales, summed it up there yesterday. He said that, you know, rugby league could be the tonic that helps people get through this this uh, coronavirus, this global health crisis. So, mm. uh, look, at the end of the day, they've got to, they, they had to suspend the competition because the advice they had from their biosecurity expert was that they couldn't guarantee the safety of the players. So when that's the advice coming from health experts, they mm. had to suspend the competition. Am I surprised that, um, you know, that they're going to get it back up and running from May 28? Well, yeah, I am. 
Um, I'm surprised, but at the same time, they're a lot smarter than me, and if their advice is that they can continue the competition well, what's stopping them from doing it? So, May 28, bring it on. Yeah, 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 no, absolutely, mate. If they can do it, mate, it'd be great because then we could. Well, mate, that's why we thought we'd start this podcast because I'd usually sit here and watch the footy, and I'm just getting their beer past Jimmy Levy. Now up the top fridge, there, Courtney. Yeah, that's where the light beer is. For, that's the visitors', the visitors beers in the bottom fridge. That's that, that's the good stuff up the top. Why, why don't you Why don't you tell everyone? Why don't you tell me? Why don't you tell everyone your joke about light beer? Or no, 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 no. I won't. I won't. be telling anybody my. Joke about light beer here, Levy, but uh, there is a couple of jokes, there is a couple of jokes about light beer. I don't think have you ever, we don't drink light beer, do we? No, mate. I I, I refuse to drink light beer, but I, I don't mind the next drink because you seem to be able to drink more of it and not end up with a headache. Yeah, no, fair enough, mate. We obviously weren't on the lights last night or the mids last night, but uh, but mate, I mean, at the end of the day, people. Who, I mean, obviously, people. We used to do a radio show together, so people who follow me and follow what we do, they know we're mates. But Levy, I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, how did, go way back. How did you get into this caper? Because you, we, did you always have an interest in, in wanting to work on radio and do sports broadcasting? Because you were you were at Sky, but but it, what was what was the um, the passion? What was the inspiration to get into this? But I, I I sort of fell into it because I I always wanted to be a paramedic growing up. I wanted to work in the ambos and. I sort of got turned off that when I went to a party when I was a kid. One of my mates vomited and I couldn't handle it and I vomited as well. So I thought ambulance parents is probably not for me. Mm. Um, and then I, one of my dad's uh, good mates used to be one of the bosses at the tab. So I got a, I got a job at the races carrying the money around for all the, the ladies on the tote. And um, I sort of, one day I got a phone call to go up to the race caller's box uh, to fix in Craig's computer. And uh, I asked him if I could stand in the back of the box and watch him call a race, and I did. Um, and that's where I sort of, you know, fell in love with, with commentating and broadcasting and, and sport and the like. And one thing led to another. I got a job at Sky Channel, and now I end up at QGB. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, and you've been there for a while now. And what, what did you... I mean, I was there in 2008 and did 12 years. How, how long were you there? And you've been there. You were there when I got there. When did you start there? Yeah, I, I was. I think I started a, a year before you, so I, I think I've been there about thirteen years now. Yeah. Time flies when having fun, eh? Yeah. You done well, mate. You survived. It's hard to well, do. It's, it's, a, it's a pretty cutthroat industry, if you you would know that. To me, yeah. and so yeah. um, you know, I, I worked at Sky Channel for eight years, or something along those lines, and I've been at Sydney B for for thirteen years. So yeah, I must have, I mustn't be annoying too many people. They keep giving me a new contract. Yeah, no, that's right, mate. And in fact, even now, when you ring me, and people don't know this, but when Levy rings me, because Levy used to do the sport at TGB uh, in the newsroom, and they, at the end of every at the end of every report, it'd be that sport or Mark Levy. So I even do it now. When you ring me now, and I see your name come up on the phone, that's how I answer the phone, and I go that sport. I'm Mark Levy. I won't tell you what goes through my head when your name pops up. You old, you're gonna be jammed. What does he want? <laughs> what about what about what about when I ring you on a Friday or a Saturday night at around about half past ten when you're on your way home from doing the rugby league coverage? What goes through your head? What goes through your head? I have had some of the worst dribbling conversations in my life with you on the way home from the football, where you sat in that chair. With your little, uh, you know, border collie Bluey, and you're no, 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 out the back. What do you mean, border collie? You imbecile! He's a blue cattle dog. He's what? here tonight too. Oh, blue cattle. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Fair yeah, enough. It was just barking. But mate, I don't. 
you, you just need to slow down on those two years. I mean, I can't understand. But actually, you know what's even better than ringing, you ringing me on a Friday night? If I'm bored or something driving home from Penrith or whatever, from the football, mm. I'll ring you, yeah. and then your lovely wife answers the phone and says, that part down the lounge, what's doing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, I know. And I mean, you do have that. But I remember that time we were at a party. Do you... Do you remember when we were at a party? What was that story about the dress? Remember that? We were at a party and... Oh, oh there were... <laughs> <laughs> I had to wait there for a while. I mean, you were sending my wife text messages asking to make your fried rice and all this shit. The next thing... You, next thing... What was the story about the dress? Remember that? Well, we, we were at... Um, and Jackie had the had a, a colourful dress on. Yeah. Next week we went one of our you know one of our colleagues Ray's executive producer John Redmond's uh, engagement party. That's right. And there was another one at yeah. the party. Yeah. Another lady at the party that had the exact same dress on. And I said to Jackie, I said, "She's got that dress on you had on last week." I said, "Jackie, you wear it better, they love." Yeah, I, mean, I must admit. I mean, you come out with that line, and it just made me look like shit, really, Levy, because I didn't come up with it. <laughs> And um and, and mate you and you're calling her Jackie, which we normally call a blackie as you know. Yes, true, true. Yeah, well mate, I must admit with with lines like that, why am I still a single bloke? Who knows? Yeah. I know. And what people don't realise too is you're one of the great dancers. Which I mean when you go oh, to a oh, <laughs> you, No, no, you are one of the great dancers because uh, as you know, I mean you've got we've gone to a few dues over the years, Levy and and for the blokes like me who just want to sit at the bar and drink and the missus wants to go and have a dance, we send you up to fill in. <laughs> Bullshit, it's not Fibs, it's Van Eken. <laughs> oh, rubbish. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm rhythmically challenged. I mean, I, I, sang, I sang a song on Ben Fordham's program the other day to charity and now people have reckoned I can sing. I said, mm. what? I sounded terrible. I mean, I saw that. Actually, I thought you went all right. In fact, I thought you might have been lip-syncing lip or whatever it's called. I didn't know you could sing. What did you say, lip-syncing? Oh, I don't know what it's called. I mean, what I know. Well, I mean, all I do is only sing an idea around his keens. Anyway, yeah, I know. <laughs> anyway, so... Anyway, but what? So that was I did see that, which I I didn't know you could sing, which I thought was a you did a, an outstanding job there, Levy, with the singing. But um, but yeah, but I'll just tell you anything you want to hear, mate. You know me. But um, and, and as you know, I mean, how's your pool going? Because I know you've bought this new mansion down in the Shire, and it has a pool. And I've become your pool advisor because I've got a pool here, and I've had one for years. So you'd ring me and say, oh, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, what do I do? I might just give you a few tips. How's the pool going, mate? She's nice and crystal clear? She is crystal clear, but I've got an admission to make. I was down, I was just down along the pool yesterday morning. I was uh, trimming some of the hedges that have um, grown in some of the rain we've had, and I actually slipped and fell in. So <laughs> it, was, it was a bit of a disaster, but anyway... I got myself out, and let me just say, it's not heated, so it was very, very powerful. Oh, mate, yeah, well, Blackie's into me about her. She goes in the pool every day. She's in the end of the day. It's raining, and she gets in there and yeah, well, uh, swims every you, day. You, she you wants me to get it heated. You tell me she's doing the aerobics. Why don't you get in there and do smacker aerobics as well? What about that? That's the video contest for your Facebook page. Hello, no, that's Mate, listen, no, I did a bomb in the pool here one time, and a bloke three doors down, his car got washed. <laughs> Mate, you did a bomb in the port like a tsunami. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's what I'm saying. Anyway, but mate, on a serious note, you're now in charge of the continuous call team, uh, broadcasting around Australia, covering the footy. Can you believe you've got that gig? Yeah, well, I'm, 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 I'
Well, no, I started. You know, I, I, I said on our first show back that, you know, I'm, I'm, I'll be forever grateful because, you know, I, I grew up listening to the continuous call team with my dad, who was a South Sydney supporter. And it was, you know, it was must listen radio on the way to the footy, on the way home from the footy. You'd listen to Ray and Bozo and Chippy and, you know, and, and now Big Mine. So it, it was a part of... It was a part of my life before I even thought about working in, in the media. And then mm. the fact that one day, one day I was just sort of asked to do around the grounds reporting and then Ray took me to Canberra and said, I've got to call the game on Channel 9. You can host the continuous call team for a couple of hours. And yeah, then I, then I became sort of, you know, one of the, the fill-in hosts. So, it, um, you know, it, it, again, it was very daunting at first, but, you know, it, it just becomes part of what we do and you know we're all great mates in the show and I just hope we can continue the success that it's had for the for the next 33 years. Yeah it's a bit of fun mate I listen to it most weekends as you know when I'm when I'm just kicking back and having a couple of beers. Are you looking forward to the footy? Obviously you, you blokes would be you know chomping at the bit for the footy to come back on. Um, you'd be looking forward to that wouldn't you? 100%. 100%. Yeah. I mean, there's, 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 there's nothing to watch. I mean tomorrow Tomorrow the, the old venue account will get a workout because racing's the only thing we've got on at the moment. So, <laughs> your sport, um, the sports you know, bet accounts. Well, exactly right. <laughs> well, couldn't, couldn't go. Aaron Mullen, speaking of which, Aaron Mullen had a horse running at Warwick Farm on Wednesday. Mm. Uh, Susie won Susie, I think it was called. So she's declared it to all of the members of the continuous call team. Mm. So we've all, you know, had a plunge on it. We've had a bit of a lash. It ran second last. Oh, well, mate... <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe she should have took David Morrow's advice when he kept that hot tip to himself last weekend and he picked uh, up a 40 to 1 winner. Let me, let me just give you a little tip about the great Thirsty, who I love and adore, one of the, the greatest sports commentators in the country. David Thirsty Morrow has this habit of t- tipping your horse after the race. <laughs> you know, the, the thing will hit the line and it'll say, your little beauty, best bit of the day. Just we went, what? <laughs> and he, he just doesn't tell anyone. Mm. He keeps his guts on. Anyway, now just on the racing, Levy, we do know that you are a, a fairly uh, competent caller, and uh, you've called some pretty good races at a, a few at a function here. Uh, I think we were at the Tourmaline Hotel one night with a heap of mates, and you called a dogs race there with everybody's names in the races. We wanted to know if you could do the Coronavirus Cup for us tonight. You reckon you could handle that? I remember that night, Zach. There were a few colourful characters there. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 there I were. Particularly, I particularly remember the bloke that had spiders tattooed on the side of his head. Oh, That's yeah. a story for another day. Yeah, that was your chauffeur. <laughs> that was your <laughs> Actually, talk about your chauffeur. You went home on a tilt tray. <laughs> you were, you, yeah. The last time I saw you was you, you hanging out the window of a tow truck with your car on the back and you were singing Credence or something. What were you singing out the window? Oh, who knows? That was one of the great nights. So I drove out to this particular pub to see Ducky. He said, come on, get on the drink. And I said, mate, tell me about the car. He said, I'll get you in the car home. Mm. And as you know, uh, listeners to your podcast, Duck's a very connected man. He says, I'll get you home. He said, give me the keys. I walk out the front with a tow truck and a car on the back of it. Anyway, great. So, yeah, I can do the coronavirus. I'll okay. tell you the names of the park. Yeah, let's, let's run through the field. Can we run? Let's run through the field. So this is the coronavirus cup. So let's run through, let's run through, through the field I'll, now. I'll, I've written down six names for you. So I've run out of toilet paper is number one. Uh, number two is panic buying. Three is self-isolation. Four, letting out of the house. Five, work from home. And number six, the race favourite, the Ruby Princess. Are you ready for the coronavirus cup? Yeah, right on. Let's go. All right, we'll just make it a dog race. Oh, hey, I'm talking about dogs. There's Bluey in the background. Can you hear Bluey? 
Yeah, that's security. He's security. Bluey security here, as you know. All right, well, there we go. So, so we're, we're, we're lined up for the Coronavirus Cup. Let's cross to Mark Levy. Take it away. Green light through the control tower. The running set in motion. The Coronavirus Cup, the time on an event on the Blue Collar Media Podcast with Duck Creek. They're ready to run. Racing, I've run out of toilet paper. He began beautifully toward the inside. Let me out of the house away quickly as well. Worked from home, picked the gates and went straight to the front. It's worked from home, leading the race by the inside from Let Me Out of the House, followed by the Ruby Princess. They were followed by Panic Buying, and then came I've run out of toilet paper. Down the back, it's worked from home, going to the front, leads out by length and a half from Let Me Out of the House. They were followed by Self Isolation, Panic Buying. I've run out of toilet paper and the Ruby Princess at the battle of the field. The race favourite's going to have to do something from here. Work from home. In front, let go! 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 Out of the house. Go! Let out of the bloody house wins the race. Yes! Let yes! Let me out of the house. Went up from work from home. They were followed by self isolation, panic buying. I've run out of toilet paper, and that damn ruby princess in the tail of the field. Oh, what a performance from you, Levy. The crowd have gone off out here at uh, Blue Pollardville. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well done, mate. Oh, uh, well done. It is a good party trick, and I've actually rang. I remember one night. I think we're on the drink with a couple of mates out here. You mate, big Dave Rampling and a few other blokes here in the shed, and uh, and I was t- talking about your, um, I was talking about your calls, and uh, so we rang you, and you were on the drink somewhere, and I got you. You're in Nebraska, and you've had to do, and you've done the race call from the men's toilet and all these other people around at some pub somewhere just to entertain us. Well done. <laughs> yeah, that's all right, mate. It's not an easy thing to do, and I mean, fan and calls, fan and calls are the easy part. But you got to you got to tip your hat to some of the professional race schools out there who do it for a living, including one of my mates, Darren Flindell, who's mm. the source of the championships tomorrow. They do a bloody good job. It's, it's tough work calling races. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Levy. Well, mate, uh, thanks thanks for coming on our shed podcast tonight, which normally you'd be on the phone tonight anyway. Um, although you notice tonight we haven't mentioned anybody's name. Normally we're just bagging people. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll stab, well, the, stab the old, old one in the back as well on the run through. <laughs> there's a few names. There's a few names we could mention more than others, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which we usually do. Anyway, no, we don't. Yeah, true, true. Yeah, anyway, all right, Levy. So you're on. You're on deck tomorrow. So people can tune into TGB Sydney or Four BC Brisbane and stations just about everywhere for the continuous call tune. You're on at two o'clock tomorrow, Harvey. Yeah. Yeah, two o'clock, lots of random rubbish and time for a laugh. I think everyone is in need of a laugh with what's going on at the moment. Oh, so we'll have a bit of fun for five hours tomorrow. Yeah, good on you, mate. All right, Lou, I'll, I'll, I'll give you a hoy a bit later on. You, actually, you can ring me a bit. Give us a ring in about 10 minutes and just ask me how you went. <laughs> You're kidding. That's usually the phone call from you. That's the usual phone call from Duck. Oh, what do you reckon, mate? How's it going? I said, oh, no, 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 I tell you what, I, I loved your interview with Kevin Bloody Wilson last week. I oh. think you'll have to put the explicit, explicit uh, tick next to this. Oh. Yeah, no, we're lucky to survive that. <laughs> He's a good man, Kevin Bloody Wilson, and he's out there at Dilly Gaff headquarters out there over there in Perth. He's got a live show on Wednesdays and Saturdays, on Wednesdays and Sundays on Facebook, so if anyone wants to go and check that out. And just on that, I just want to thank everyone for the feedback from last week. It was all pretty good, actually. I was... Surprised we didn't get a shitload of complaints, Levy. It was you wouldn't have got away with it on the radio, but anyway, we got away with it last night. No. Uh, no, it was good. It was good. It was good, mate. And I tell you what, 
if, I, if I'm the, the best you can get on your second, second episode, I can't wait to find out who's on next week. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no. Well, actually, anyone who walks past past my house will be the next one uh, next week. <laughs> <laughs> no, the yeah, whole that mate, it was a good distraction. That's the whole thing about what we're doing here, and just to give some you know, some people something different to look at on a Friday night with no footy on, and and we're just here talking shit basically, which is all right. That's what we do anyway. So why not record it and just you know have a bit of a crack? Now you're a good man, Leaves. I'll uh, I'll give you a ring tomorrow and I'll give you a score of how you performed here tonight. That, that race call was pretty good. I'll tell you what, I oh. can't wait. I'll be counting down the minutes to find out what you scored my performance given I do it for a living. Thanks so much for your time. Goodbye. It'll be at 11. <laughs> it'll be, be at 11. Before you go, Blackie's here waving from the other side of the Bye, lights Blackie. and camera here saying, see you, Levy. See you, Blackie. Love you. Love you. Love you a bit. See you, little duck. See you, thought. Yeah. See you, duck freak. And I tell you what, if you don't get a sponsorship from Tui's view on this podcast, they're kidding themselves. Well, well, mate, hello. I'll hold the can up to the camera here. Yes, of course. <laughs> All right, mate. Talk to, talk to you later, mate. Thanks very much, pal. Talk to you. Bye, mate. See you, mate. And there he is. That was my mate. And there he goes. That was my mate, Mark Levy, on the podcast. And uh, like we say, just on last week, um, I just want to thank people for all the feedback. We got a lot of emails and messages, all pretty positive, which surprised me, to be honest. But uh, all very, very good. And like we say, this podcast is all about um just trying to get you know just a, a, we just want to create a distraction of what's going on in the world and i figure if we're all going to stay home why not stay here um you know in the bar here and get a few people on the phone and record all of that so that's what the whole idea of it is and uh, of course if two is want to sponsor it i'm more than happy we can back a truck in the driveway at the front here uh with a pallet on a couple of pallets or well maybe one or two pallets anyway uh, that'd be good, but um, no, that's what it's all about, and that's what we normally do here on a Friday night. We sit behind this bar here and uh, have a few beers and a bit of a laugh, and um, we either get on. Well, now these days we get on the phone and talking to people because we can't go anywhere. No one can come around and visit me. Not that anyone come around anyway. But anyway, no, <laughs> it's all good. And, uh, but uh, for all that feedback last week, certainly do appreciate that. Um, and uh, it was all, all very, very positive and everyone got a bit of a laugh out of Kevin Bloody Wilson and like I said, if you want to see a bit more of him you can check him out on Facebook Wednesdays and Sundays uh, he does the live stream from Dilly Gaff um, he calls it Dilly Gaff um, HQ over there in Western Australia if, if you want to be a part of this as well uh, you certainly can be you can just send us an email go to bluecollarmedia.com.au click on contact and you can do it <laughs> But in the meantime, that is our podcast for this week. Thanks very much for tuning in on a Friday night in my bar. I hope you've had a kick, kick back and had a couple of beers. We'll be back to do it all again next week, hopefully. And uh, until then, stay safe, stay at home, which is probably not ideal, but I'm sure you'll find something to do. Happy Easter to everyone out there, and we'll catch up with you next week. Get on,